Yo, welcome back everyone to the Go Gentle Podcast live on Spotify, episode 6, if I'm not mistaken. We are back and today is, it isn't going to be your ideal episode. We're not going to be talking about hockey, we're not going to be talking about basketball. We're not even going to be talking about that much sports just in general. We're mostly going to be talking about what 2020 has done to me and and really we'll be talking about two guys that I really, really miss in 2020 and I'll talk about why. So if you enjoy this type of podcast, I know this episode isn't going to really be ideal, but if you enjoy type podcast hockey related, you know, hit, hit me with the download the the podcast and follow on the the Go Cancel podcast live on Spotify. Kick back, relax, and enjoy the show. Here we go. All right, first off, I don't know how long this podcast is going to be. It's going to be mostly all raw. There won't be that much edits. I'm mostly going to be talking about two people, and the two people that I that 2020 has really changed me. Because these two people are no longer with us is Juice World and Kobe Bryant. And you could just go, hey, oh wow, he's only talking about Kobe because he's dead. He died back in March, if I'm not mistaken. In March. If I want to get clout because he's dead, if if he's if I just looking for fans, no. That's why I waited some time and, and collected my thoughts and what he actually meant to me and over the course of the summer and over the course of that long break after schools and colleges and even work got laid off, I was able to collect myself and listen to a lot of Juice World, and it really, it really made me the man who I am today. Yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't exactly the person that I wanted to be over the course of summer, but I started listening to his music, and especially, especially his latest album. I listened to him a little bit before, um, a little bit during the Death Race for Love album, um, but man, I listened to his. Uh, newest album right before he passed away all about like every single song just hits me and it's not even because I don't even have the same belief system he has okay well we do have sort of the same beliefs we just want to live life have a good time and don't care about if there's a tomorrow you want to live life how there is today and you you just want to have fun make life live life the fullest that's what I was trying to say but I listen to any any one of his new songs man it's just it's just upsetting that to hear his potential was so high and that he could have been one of, if not the best, rap artists in the future. And he, he, he didn't even pass away from drugs. Yes, there was drugs, I think, in the autopsy. I'm not going to get into that. But I, I heard he was, I heard rumblings about him trying to, he was trying to quit drugs and get off the alcohol. And maybe even start uh, have a kid. I'm not 100% sure of what, what is true and what is not. I'm just going to put that out there. But man, I listen to his new songs and especially like Bad Energy. And it's it's so true. A song like that is because you, you get so much bad energy in your life. And and people tell you what to do. You have to live life. You have to be the, the person that you should be. You follow after your parents. You know, Don't break the rules. Be this, be that, be that. And... It's it's upsetting because once you know that you did something, like if I'm not mistaken about that song I'm looking through, I'm pretty sure it was that song that said, um, it was speaking about not doing what his mom told him to do and doing something else. And even and it, it over the course of the song, it sounded like he was thoroughly regretting half of the stuff that he did. Yeah, I just took a look back at the song and absolutely... What what is he talks about? He's been doing so much wrong, even though his mom told him to do the right thing. 
and he starts popping in pills, pouring out his feelings. And he says, even though he feels like he's losing, he's winning. Or even though he's winning, he feels like he's losing. Because there's two sides of life. You've got that angel on your right and your devil on your left. And it, and you have a decision in life to go either which, which, which one you want. You can even balance, but that would be even difficult. Because the way he made songs, it's just it just comes from the heart. And it's unbelievable. Because it's 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 crazy to think about everything that he speaks, everything that he says sounds like it's the truth. And I'm being honest, everything sounds like it's the truth. During the song, he he's popping in pills and he's talking about like acid and coke and all that, all those type of t pills, uh, drugs. Sorry, and he just he says he doesn't want to do it anymore. He wants to train out the bad energy, live life, and try to succeed as far as he can go. Even songs like uh, "Life's a Mess." That's that's such a good song. That's one of my favorite songs on the album because the way he makes the song is just saying he needs somebody. He he wants to find that one thing that that can make him through the 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 hard parts of life and try to make him go from point A to point B in the best way possible. And over the course of the song, he starts saying, I need to find that one person. And then once he does, he's like, I feel good. I go through the trials and tribulation with you. I can, I can, I can, I can actually live my life with you, even though my life was a mess. And now, and now it's good. Now that I found you. And with Halsey at the end of it, talking about Juice, like, okay, we're talking about Halsey as being the girl and Juice being the guy in the, in the song, especially in the story. They just correlate so well together. It's unbelievable how well he made his music. And over the course of each album, it just got better and better. It's unbelievable. Then I moved down to another great song. Uh, I'm going to speak about this one really quickly. The Come and Go. It's He gets he gets his love. And, and I know these songs aren't exactly what how his life is in real life. But how... It sounds like he's speaking the truth of every single song. So if he's speaking the truth, how does he be so fluent with the music? And how does it how does it go so well together? Because no matter what you're doing, if you're writing, if you're if you're doing anything, if you're pouring out your feelings, if you're bringing it a hundred percent every single day of the week, you're gonna do your best. And that doesn't matter anything. And when he's making this song, it it's crazy. It is unbelievable to hear. That there, I hope you see the better in me. There's always better in me. I want, I want to see this love. I don't want to see this love. Sorry, come and go. I want to see it be together. I want to keep it because you, you are keeping me. What is, what is saying? You are keeping me the person that I want to be. Without you, I don't know what I would do. So with that song, it's just, it's just, it's so. Even though it's with Marshmallow and it's an upbeat song, I just sit there and I could just put in the music. And I'm not a big music guy, but I could put in this album and just sit there. And just listen to the lyrics, and it's oh, oh my god, I can't believe it, how well it is. Now with the with, with probably my favorite song on the album because of how his 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 words and his lyrics can correlate to anybody, even though we're not even doing the same drugs as he is, we're not doing the exact same thing that he is. We we are going through a struggle, and he says him doing drugs is is putting struggles on his girl. And it's his girls are expect his girls, sorry, not girls. His girls expecting him to die very soon. And he's he, he says it's it's the stress is like an anvil on him. And the way the way he makes it, it just it's it sounds as if this is 
he's sitting there talking to somebody in like a counseling and he's saying, I'm doing this. I don't want to do this. And you could see her. She's stressed out because I'm doing this. Now, another lyric that I really, really enjoyed was it. If I keep taking these pills, no, if it wasn't for these pills, I would be here. But if I keep taking these pills, I won't be here. That's him realizing it's like he knew he was going to die. And it's so it's I, I just can't wrap my head around it because the way it's just it's as if he predicted it, because if I keep taking these pills, I won't be here. And even the song, um, I think it's black and white or if I'm not mistaken, that's a song. He talks about doing drugs all night and dying and keep same as end of the road. You're gonna keep popping in pills, keep drinking, keep keep you know doing all that bad energy, doing all that different stuff till till the end of the road, till I die. So it's as if he knew he was going to die. It's it's so sad. And my apology, I comp- I said that he died in March. It's, it doesn't even seem like no, he died in December. Like that that's on me. I feel like that I uh it feels like March, but no, because the the year has gone by so long. But the final song I'm gonna be talking about here about him, just on his impact that he had to me, changing who I am, changing my outlook on life. Really watching what you're doing. So you never know if there isn't gonna be a tomorrow. You really, really don't know if there's gonna be a tomorrow. I could die today and but the last thing I could think about is juice there. The last thing I could think about is something that I'm stressed about for the next 20 years. I might not make it another 20 years. How do I know that? Why not? Why don't I just live life how I want to for the next 10 years? And instead of stressing for that 10 years, living life. And if I do die, oh, well, I die, I die doing something that I love. So with, with him, when I go anywhere, it feels like for sure... I'm talking about myself here. It feels like I'm for sure hated for something that's not even my fault. And as much as I try to make people like me, and it, it's not even just that. Oh, not everyone needs to like you. No, but it's it's nice to know that, hey, you don't have somebody wa- uh, watching you behind you, ready to attack you, you know, somebody hating on you. It, it, it's it's okay if you know that, hey, we're, I, don't, I don't hate you. You don't hate me. We don't have to like each other, but we don't hate each other. So there's that correlation where it's we don't have to hate each other because there's no reason to hate each other. We could you never know. Don't burn the bridge because you never know what might come back along the. You never know what might come come back in a while. So in the song "Screw Juice" and at the beginning, the first time I heard it, I didn't exactly like it. But the more and more I listened to it, the more it felt like even though he's not, it feels like he's talking to me. I can feel him in my brain. So even though, like, he says, I'm the cause, the cuts in the deep wound, I've made it this far, if you, if I can, then you can too. It means he's been through the thick and thin. I don't exactly know the story behind his childhood. I don't exactly know what he's been through. But I've known what me and my family have been through. And it's, it's preposterous to hear some of the stuff that I know that other people are going through. And that knowing that he doesn't just care about his music, he has money. He doesn't care about that money. He was trying to send a message to other people. Even on songs like when he was live, he said, get home safe, y'all. I care about you. You're the best group. And even though people say that, it felt genuine. Like It feels like he wants you to succeed, not even because of him. He just wants you to succeed because you have the potential to succeed. If you have the potential, 
you can do it. If you, as long as you have that one person that says, hey, you can do it. You, you believe in yourself, and now I believe in myself because of him. Same as as Kobe, as we're going to get to later. I, I believe in myself now to be, like, I know you guys can't see a visualization here, but it, like, I could have been mediocre, now I'm really good. I could have been really good, but now I'm the best. It keeps pushing myself to know that, hey, I can get better. Even though you, yeah, you see yourself and you're like, you know what, I tried. How do you know you tried? You didn't put in your whole 100%. And it felt like Juice put in 100% every single song that he worked with. Even though ha a lot of a lot of the stuff that he talked about is just so so crazy. It's unbelievable. I know I've said that so many times, but it's unbelievable to hear that. Like I said, it sounded like he was talking to me, and even though he wasn't, it sounded like it. Now that I know that he wanted the best for me, and even though, even though, I, sorry, cut out. Even though I don't know him, he doesn't know me, I feel like there's a genuine connection because we both have the same motivation. We both know we had potential, and it's a shame that his potential got short. And, yeah, so that's what's been driving me focus throughout the summer of 2020, throughout going into the fall of 2020, and just near future. Knowing if I throw in my 110%, I can do this. I can do what I, what I want to do. If I got to balance two things, if I got to work three jobs for something, I'm willing to work the three jobs, knowing that I can I can reach that potential to succeed for some people. And even if I need it in the future, I'm ready. I'm ready for whatever the future holds for me. And that and that right there is why Juice is so special to me. All right. So now going into the second part and. Yeah, I realize Juice World didn't pass away in 2020, but you know what? It, it all feels the same. It, uh, the, those are two men that drive me actually sane now. And now I'm going to be talking about the man, the myth, the legend, Kobe Bryant. And hearing, oh, well, he was an icon. He was a great basketball player. And that's, that's yes, he was a great basketball player, but I didn't get into basketball before, I would say, summer of 2018, right around where the Cavs and the Warriors had their final five. Uh, final finals against each other that's when i started to get into basketball into the off season around there and then the trade with Kawhi and damara and then the toronto raptors now i'm canadian so I, I just thought it was right just to root for the raptors i didn't even know how good they were and then i learned so much more over time about basketball because my buddy and now it feels like i've i've learned so much about it and that's not even the reason why kobe Bryant has a special place in my heart i wasn't even watching basketball when he was big but now it's it's a matter of the big thing about Kobe Bryant that leaves me in this brain is the Mamba mentality. The Mamba mentality is, I mean, I look at last year, the tail end of 2019 going into 2020 was maybe the worst I've ever been through. I, I was never trying to succeed. I was always trying to do, okay, well, I got here. Okay, that's good. But I mean, I, I didn't know my potential. I didn't unlock what I knew that I could have, I mean, could have, would have, should have, right? But like, I didn't know my potential. I didn't know how good I could actually get as a person, as a student, as a worker. I didn't know what the what the future holds for me. I said, all right, well, I got this planned out, this planned out, this planned out. But I need a reality check. And as soon as I seen who I was being and what I was doing, and, and I didn't make no bad statements. Like, I wasn't doing any drugs or anything, but I, I just wasn't being a great person to anybody that I knew. 
it just I didn't feel like myself and even going into like around March I still wasn't myself and just as I started to pick up myself I started picking myself off the ground I started to actually start working harder harder day in day out you know work one hour harder each day you know put in more more work every single day corona hit and now everything shut down and I had to restart but restarting and now I'm starting fresh starting fresh and I mean uh I can't get worse than last year, and I know I can't. That was probably the worst I've ever been through. My mentality wasn't there. My physique wasn't there. Anything that I had was not there. I was not being the man that I think I should have been. I wasn't being the kid I think I should have been. I wasn't being a role model. I wasn't being anybody that I wanted to be. So when I heard about Kobe's death, I was like, oh, okay, well, that's that's sad. It's, it's depressed. but. Over the time that, over the time of the the whole summer vacation, I was, I, I started looking more into Kobe Bryant. I didn't read his book, but I looked into some of the things that he did and the mama mentality and, and the way he worked is unlike anybody else. And, and they say, well, just work harder than others. Parents will say that to their kids. If you work harder than others, you'll succeed more than others. Yes, but there's a reason that it was so special for Kobe Bryant is because he was the only man that would literally, I know this quote is used a lot, but he was the first one in the gym, last one to leave. He would push himself. He would be injured and he would push himself. He would push others around him. Even if, if they thought that they were faking an injury, he would push them to make sure they were being real. He wanted every, he wanted everyone to succeed, but he wanted to know that everyone was reaching their full, full potential. He knew what some people could do. And when he saw anyone, excuse me for my language, but if he saw anyone half-assing their work, he wasn't going to have it. He was going to work. You were going to work with him. And over, after he retired, yeah, it was, it was tough. But he became like a mentor for the guys like Jason Tatum, Giannis Antetokounmpo, Kawhi Leonard, if I'm not mistaken, Luka Doncic. And he, he's showing these kids, except for Kawhi, but he's showing these, these kids that, hey, if you work harder than others, you will be the best. You will be one of the best. And instead of, I mean, if you look at, uh, I don't even know a good example, but if you look at like anybody and you just see, if you if you see them at like a mediocre point in their life and you see them as, oh, I'm I'm doing okay in life, I'm doing all right, you're really not. And you have a guy like Kobe Bryant to keep you sane, and you're he's right in your face every time you mess up. He's telling you, he's not yelling at you, he's not being, hey, you suck, you you're not worth anything. No, he's just looking at you and telling you, hey. You do this differently, you can be here. You change this, you can be here. It's a it's a mindset that if uh, your mindset is your big, biggest weakness in anything, if you change, if you can change your mindset, then you can change how you're working. And that's what Kobe was all about. If you if you work hard and and he didn't just wake up and become one of the best basketball players or one of the best fathers or one of the best father uh, um, not father figures but one of the best people in this entire world to, to ever be on this earth. He motivated a lot of people. He was he was something that other people cannot be. He was working harder than others just to show that, hey, if I can do it, why can't you? If if I if I'm a rated one star prospect, why can't why can't I move up to a five star? Who says? Who says I can't do what I what I can't do? Nobody's saying anything about that. I know I can work harder than others. And if you can do that, he thoroughly showed and there's some quotes here that I have and he, and one of the quotes I have as a wallpaper after looking after him recently, it's uh, the moment you give up 
is the moment you let someone else win. And that is so true because as soon as you stop working, there's somebody else working harder than you on your right, on your left, right behind you, right in front of you. You just got to keep working and know and know your limits. Like if, if you know you're overworking yourself, it's okay. Take a, take a break, but you got to know that, hey, if I'm, if I'm weighing 300 pounds and I want to get down to 200, you can do that. No one's saying you can't. And if they are, you got to use that as motivation. There's, there's stuff that I've used as motivation recently, and it's, it's only been driving me. It's only been driving me to be the best possible person that I can be, and I, I know that I can be, I can be one of the best, at work, at school, you know, playing basketball. I might not be the best basketball player in the in the block, but who says I can't work as hard as other people? Who says I can't get better? I know I can get better. I've seen myself make progression over time. Who says me not playing hockey for 14 years, 15, 16, 17 years doesn't mean I can't start now? Who who says you can't start your dreams now? Another one that uh, another one that he has here, it's not exactly something that I've been talking about, but it's these young guys are playing checkers. I'm out there playing chess. And that's him being real. That's him saying, I'm working harder than others. I am better than others because I've been working harder. They think... They made five, six million off their entry level deal. They have it easy. No, because the real work comes in, and you got to know. I, I I realize that once the hard work hits, you you got to be ready. I was not ready for what happened last year, and now I'm I'm motivated more than ever. I have stakes. I have. I got to be able to take risks. This is my last year working as hard. I I have something else that I have after that I got to drive for and it's and if I can't get there then I'm never going to forgive myself if I can't get to my goal and there's no one stopping me I got to get to that goal there's no one in my way if I'm not getting there what is there to live for I don't I don't get it if you're if you're not living up to to your full potential then why aren't you dead if I'm being honest God gave you a potential I'm not big into faith I'm not big into God but God gave you a potential and if you can't reach that potential, then then why why are you, why aren't you trying? Like why aren't you? There's no reason not to try. I don't see a reason not to attempt to reach your full potential. I I know my potential can be the best. I'm working towards being the best. And before I thought I was all into my own head and saying, "Hey, I've I've been the best. Why why am I not the best anymore?" Right? Like I'm still the best, right? No. I'm not the best, and that I use that as motivation where, hey, no one sees me as being the best. No one's going to think that I can be the best. No one can go, he's he's going to be the face of this company. He's going to be the face of what we work for. He's going to be the guy that we're going to try to be. No one saw that in me. No one ever sees that in me. They see other these, these either rich guys who think that, hey, that's the guy we want to be, but that's not, that's not who you want to be because you don't know what they're doing behind the scenes. They could be slandering, and I, I can assure you that they have been slandering. They haven't been working as hard as I have. I know I've been working harder than them. If they're showing better results than me, then that means I'm not working harder than I'm not working as as hard as I should be. I know I can do better than them. And if I work 110 percent and I'm not better than them, I know I didn't work my 110 percent. And that was a big problem with last year. I saw people better than me, and it's, hey, I'm not. I'm obviously not trying. And I need to reality check to say, hey, you got to start trying. And you got to start trying now. Go go start trying. Put in your 
And if you crash, if you fall asleep working, that means you're working hard. That means you might be overworking yourself. And that is fine. I've overworked myself 10 times out of 10 times working on stuff that I probably shouldn't have been working on. Just to try to prove that I can be the guy. I can be the face of the company. I can be the face of the school. I can be the face of the college. And you could be the same thing. You can be the face of whatever you want to be. You could be that. You could be the franchise guy. Everyone looks at the NBA and being, hey, I want to be like LeBron. Why do you want to be like LeBron and why don't you want to be the best of yourself? And if you can't be the best of yourself, you ain't even getting close to LeBron. LeBron can do one thing. I might be another. I'm a, I'm a whole different person. The way I balance it is that there's a Ben Simmons and there's a Steph Curry. Ben Simmons is one of the best at what he does. I, I don't care. I don't care what you say. I find he's one of the best at what he does. Driving the lane, his perimeter defense, lateral quickness, his interior defense, block, everything all about it. Besides the shooting, Steph Curry over here starts shooting, and now all the kids are like, I'm going to be like Steph Curry. Why is, it, why is it always one guy that we always have to go after? And that's another question that I have about this, is that why is it always one guy that we have to go, that's our golden role model. That's who we're going to go after. There shouldn't be a golden role model. Everyone's them, themselves. Everything. Everybody can play life how they want to play life. It's like basketball. Everyone can play basketball how they want to play basketball. If you want to... If you want to be in the paint a lot, if you want to play, if you want to play center, if you want to play power forward, but be able to shoot, go straight ahead. No one's saying that you can't. No one's, no one's saying that you can't become the absolute best at what you do because you might be generating the future of basketball. You might be generating the future of life. If you're living life a whole different way as everyone else, who says they're not going to be looking at you as a trailblazer? Who says, hey, this guy's doing it wrong? Because no. There's no right or wrong answer of living life. You have your own beliefs. I have my own beliefs. If you want to take drugs all the time and and live your life how you want to, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna tell you otherwise. I'm not gonna be like, hey, you're doing this wrong, because that's not my that's not my sense to judge. I'm not the one to say, hey, you're doing this wrong. I'm the right one because why why is there a right one? Why should there be a right one? That's just showing the kid saying, if you're not like him, you're wrong. And that's, that, that is a form of discrimination right there, and that's just not right. If, if, you, if you see a golden role model and you're just like, if, if you see a, a, I don't know, like a pretty boy at school, for example, or, or somebody who's rich and cocky and they're saying, hey, he's the future of this. No, you're going to go out there and prove him wrong. And if you get, if you play, or not just play, but if you do anything with pure pittiness and anger and desperation, I believe you, you can do anything. I didn't know how good at basketball. I didn't know my potential at basketball until I legit got so angry where I just started playing and I literally didn't even remember one thing from that. I couldn't remember one thing from that game because I was so mad. I was so laser focused. That's the way you got to be like at life. If you're not focused, what's the point of going? If you want to go to college, who says you can't go to this college? If you're focused, I bet you can go to any college you want. I bet you can go to Harvard. If you work... Your tail off. If you work, if you work as hard as as Kobe Bryant wants you to work, the way his his motto is: if you're not working your full potential, you're not working. Because I mean, to finish it off, he he legit made his own quote and said, "I don't want to be the next Michael Jordan. I want to be Kobe Bryant." Because yeah, that's all you want to be. You don't want to be somebody else. You want to be yourself, and you want to be the person that you want to be. Ain't nobody want to change that from you. If you're afraid to fail, then you're probably going to fail. 
You gotta you you can't be afraid to fail. You, if you're gonna fail, you pick yourself back up and you keep going. That's part of life. Everyone's gonna get knocked down and fall down and come back up. Well, not come back up. Everyone's gonna get fail and then if let's just say you have a kid and then you leave the kid, well now you're stuck playing, uh, paying child support and nobody would be like, okay, well I want I want to fix things with the family. Not everyone would be like that. No, only some people. And if you you know you're working hard when you can feel it. You could feel it in your heart that, hey, I'm doing something right. I'm, 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 fixing, I'm fixing what was once broken. And failure is going to happen, but it's a matter of how you can, how you can fix failure. How you can fix, fix your life. And I think that's going to be everything that I want to talk about here. I probably could have went on longer, but I think I'm going to end it here around half an hour. If, um... I just want to end it off by saying the moment you give up is the moment you let somebody else win. Kobe Bryant. That's it.